Hi, hello. What is up, Mischief Society? It is Martini Martinez. I am back. It feels like it's been ages, even though it has been the same two weeks that it has always been. But here in America, things have been a little bit cray, as I'm sure the planet is well aware of. However, we are back on the straight and narrow. Let's hope my fingers are crossed. Anywho, (laughs) it was my birthday, so I didn't feel like doing a lot of work this week. So we played a fun game. Me and my friend John got together and stole an idea from a YouTube channel. And since I'm giving them credit, it's not theft anymore. It's a channel called Washer. And the show that they do on that channel that I am completely ripping off is called Are You Scared? Basically, a scary story is told and then one of the people has to guess whether or not that story is true or false. And then we have a little chit chat about it and uh, some reasoning. So my friend John found a story. He is going to tell me that story and I am going to decide whether or not I think it's true or false. And then we will get down to the nitty gritty. He'll let me know what is or is not true. And then uh, we just sit and chill for a while with you. So without further ado, one of my very, very talented friends, Mr. John Mullen, make sure you go check him out when you're done listening to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Hi, my name is John Mullen. I'm a photographer based out of Doylestown, Pennsylvania. We've known each other for what, like three years, four years? It's been longer than that. I've known you since I known Madison, and I met Madison, I think, like 2012 or 13. Who declined to be on this episode? What a bitch! But after I was already talking to you, like suggested you immediately. I was like, "Girl, I'm already on it." <laughs> so that made me extra excited because I was like, "Oh, I'm already doing it." <laughs> With the noodle. Yes. With the noodle, I get to see the puppy. Nobody else does. But, Sorry. I mean, get your own podcast. You can find um, Noodle on Instagram under show me your nudes. There's an underscore between show me your nudes, like between all the words. And yo is spelled Y-A and then nudes is spelled N-O-O-D-S. So if you really need to get a nude fix, you know, check out his Instagram. You should because he's adorable. We're going to tell him a bedtime story and hope that he doesn't have nightmares and puppy punch you in the face in the middle of the uh, night. He'll just fart in my face. <laughs> Fear farts. <laughs> Little puppy farts. So I am a fan of abandoned places. Not necessarily scary abandoned places, but abandoned places because it's just like, I, I kind of view it like modern history. Um, so like we just went to the bunkers of Bavaria, which is in like North PA. Uh, I go to Concrete City quite often. Uh, but my favorite is an abandoned paper mill. Uh, it's in New Jersey. I don't. Sh- should I say what it's called? Like I have all the um, information about this thing. I mean, will you? I don't think that you can get in trouble for being there. And you're not like. I mean, it's private property. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone goes there. It's kind of like you know, we'll private just property, say that but it's nobody An cares. abandoned paper mill in um, New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, people that go there know. What's it called? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you know, you know. So, um, my friend Hannah, she's a photographer as well, and she wanted to go there and do a photo shoot. So I tagged along with her. Where I was doing the lighting. Uh, we call me the lighting bitch. 
because um, I have the lights. And I took out a few photos there on film. And then I brought my friend Dennis there and we checked it out real fast. Um, you know, and so it kind of became this place that I like to go to to like kind of get away, reflect and get away from everything and everyone. Because usually you don't run into a lot of people there, but it is an abandoned place. And, you know, you would find things like a sleeping bag, which is weird because it was like a pink girl sleeping bag in like this paper mill. We found blankets. We found like clothes and stuff like that. Stuff that wasn't from most likely the people working there. But I would go there by myself, which is not responsible. Do not recommend going to abandoned places by yourself. Um, especially if you're unarmed and have to, you know, shank a bitch. But so I would go there. And so it was, it was earlier this year, kind of late spring. It was after my birthday for sure. And, uh, I just needed to get away. So I decided to go to the paper mill and this is a huge, I guess it's a paper factory more than a mill. They didn't mill paper there. They just kind of made like the coatings and manufactured the, the pulp into like the final papers. And uh, I decided I was going to go there. I just needed to get away, just kind of clear my head. Wonderful, happy day. You know, it's doing the thing that I do. And so I go there and it's a lot of stories, a lot of additions. This is a huge facility and you have to enter through this place and this like farm door, this metal farm door that says the door to hell. So, you know, I sneak through the door to hell, get through, walk through all the stuff using my phone as a flashlight because I still don't think to bring a flashlight. And I decide usually don't go in the lower levels because it's really dark. I'm by myself. You don't see what's coming and I don't want to die. But that day I decided I wanted to go down lower levels um, into the basement and check out the water pipes that kind of flow through from the creek right beside it. And so I decided to go down one of the spiral staircases to this area and i hear who's that and i turn around and there's a homeless guy or at least what i assume to be a homeless guy and i'm like hey sorry didn't know you're here don't want any trouble i'll leave and he said you're not going anywhere so me being tall long and lanky and a lover <laughs> of running i decide to book it to the whole other side of that thing and i check back and i can still see the guy behind yeah. me i have to have the flashlight so i'm like shit what the hell am i going to do there are two ways out of this place, the door to hell. And there is a loading dock on the entire opposite end that I'm running away from that. The doors aren't locked. You can slide those up from the inside. So I'm running and I'm like, I've got to hide from this guy. So there's a point where you can go up some stairs or you can go to the left where the water pipes are. And I don't want to explore the water pipes with this guy coming after me but I know it's dark as shit in there and he doesn't have a flashlight and he's still a pretty decent way behind me. So I just thought on my toes and ran in through there, got behind a wall fairly far at the end and turned off the flashlight. And I just stayed silent. And this guy is screaming at me and yelling at me. I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you. But he doesn't come in after me. And I'm starting to figure out why there's a lot of water rushing oh. through these pipes and they are rusty. <laughs> So here I am going through the door of hell in an abandoned paper mill with some crazy homeless guy chasing after me. And, you know, like, what am I going to do? This is my flashlight. So I can't see that far or that well. And 
<laughs> this, by the way, this is an iPhone. That was my flashlight. Um, so I don't have like a great field of view. So I just have to sit there in silence and, and listen, like become blind and listen. And most of what I can hear is water rushing. So I start to like, just keep it calm and listen. So I start noticing footsteps. It sounds like he's coming towards me and I'm like, shit, just stay quiet and listen. And they kind of stop. And then it sounds footsteps again. And you can kind of hear footsteps walking away. I'm like, great. I'm safe in pitch black darkness. I don't know if there's any other homeless people. I'm like, I'm going to die. This is how I die today. I'm not armed. I didn't bring my camera bag because I shoot a cannon. You can kill someone with some of these cannons. And I'm like, what am I going to freaking do? And so I just stayed silent and I listened and I listened and I didn't hear any footsteps for a while. I didn't hear anyone yelling. So I figured this is my chance to try to escape. So I feel along the wall and I'm trying to walk slowly so I don't make splitter splatters. You know, the little muddy water that's filled this place. It's moldy as hell. It's just reeks of mold. And so I kind of get there and I'm like, the staircase is to my left. And so I go up the staircase quietly. And to the left is a big, big room. It has like an overhead crane. And it's almost like magical abandoned room. Like this place takes great photos. I love this room. And I'm like, okay. Well, I don't want to go this way because if I go this way, right. I'm trapped. There's no real way to go back except for to go back down and I would have to jump down to get to the bottom floor. It is open. So I could do it, but I don't want to because it's like 12 feet and I'll probably die anyway. So oh, yeah. at least break a leg and then he'll kill me. So I'm like, I have to go right. But I don't want to go right because I know he's probably to the right. And either way, I have to either walk above where this guy is and try not to have him hear me from below, or I have to try to go to the left and find a way out. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go left and see if I can find any other way out. I go left. I didn't find shit. I'm still stuck there. I'm like starting to freak out. And then I notice there's like these flat, look, you've been to like the grocery store. I don't know if they have them these days. I know they have like the swingers. They have like the flappies. You know the flappies like like they used to keep the cold in? Yeah. So they had the flappies. So I'm like, maybe I can go through the flappies and see. So I go through the flappies and I can get outside. And it's the most unstable construction I've ever seen. I'm like, okay, but I can climb down. So I had to climb down from this horrible construction that I thought I was going to die from. And it wasn't like far. It was like maybe seven or so feet. Um, I get down there. I'm in the open field. That's like, there's a, what would you call it? Like a courtyard okay. for an industrial building. Um, it's open to the environment. You're surrounded by all the buildings. Cool. And so then I see the train tracks below. A train would run through there. So I'm like, I can climb down the train tracks and follow that back to kind of where I came from. You know? So I climb down there. And I think I'll go to the right because the right's where the door to hell is. Maybe I can get through that way. You can't. So I had to turn around and go the other way. Now, all this time, I'm trying to be as strategic as possible. So I climb down there and I'm staying to the wall that's closest to where I climbed down because the windows are also on that side. So I don't want them to see me. So when I run to where the train tracks are and climb down, I go back to that side where I don't think he can see me. So, you know, just doing my thing. 
just scooting along. And I'm like, cool. So I look over the side. There's two cops. (laughs) So now I have a choice of get arrested for trespassing. Or I have a choice of going back to crazy murder guy. So I'm like, shit. Well, one of them, I'm in trouble for trespassing. The other one is going to shank me. So I'm just going to lay low and see what happens. So I'm sitting there laying low and looking at my phone. And I think about 30 minutes go by and finally one of the cops leaves. And I'm like, cool. Right. What's jabroni number two doing? So I peek over again. He's, you know, kind of facing away from me. And I'm like, how am I going to get out of this? So I decide to just <laughs> run. Um, I don't know if the cop chased me because, I mean, I booked it quick or if he was even paying attention or looking at his mirrors. But I don't think he came after me. I didn't hear anyone open the car door. Um, so maybe Ooh. he was doing nefarious things. Ooh, I don't know. Um, but I was able to get around and kind of climb up to this, the far side of the building, closest to the path where you would walk to to get to this abandoned paper factory. And everything's cool. Everything's groovy. I'm like, I'm going to get out of this. Next hurdle. I have to climb up like a, a pretty steep hill. And I'm not wearing traction shoes. Do you have the shoes with me? Um, I actually thought I had the <laughs> shoes in here because Noodle likes to chew on them. But um, I don't. So I'm trying to climb up this hill and failing miserably. Covered in dirt. Luckily, it didn't rain. And I'm like, shit. So I'm looking around and I find a piece of rebar. So I'm stabbing this piece of rebar in there. Kind of situation where so stab it again and getting up this hill. Cause I just want to get away from this place now at this point. Cause it's just bad mojo. This was my escape <laughs> has become an escape to hell through the door to hell. And I finally get up the hill and I'm like, finally, I climb up kind of a wall, you know, area. It wasn't that high. So I could kind of like just jump up and lift myself up and I start walking across and I'm like, I'm done. I saved my, I survived crazy, crazy murder, homeless guy and the cops and look to my left. There is the door to hell. And I'm like, fuck you. And I left. I booked it. (laughs) I ran, I ran to freedom. So that is, that is the story of me going to my favorite place in the world by myself. They were not kidding. It's clearly labeled. (laughs) (laughs) Are you on my Instagram? Cause it's on my Instagram. Yeah, so oh that's my the door gosh. to hell. That's crazy. And I mean, that happened. I'm. That's not fiction. That happened to you. <laughs> but, so I think that people in general don't realize that that's like a major concern when you're going to abandoned places is crazy homeless people, especially in Pennsylvania. Because I don't know. Homeless people anywhere else. Oh, true. But it seems like homeless people anywhere else other than like that area are fine for the most part. But like, I don't know, did Pennsylvania and New Jersey just get all like the extra violent homeless people? I don't know what happened. My God. So are you ready to make a decision on, on this story? Is it truth or fallacy? Uh, that's true. It's partially true. Okay. Where, where did we, where did we shift? So where we shifted was running into the homeless man. I did run into a homeless man, but he was super nice and polite. Really? Uh, Yes. 
And we literally climbed down to where the trains were and we started walking that way. And we did find the cops. So most of it <laughs> is true except for running from real life. Um, and my flashlight's battery died. We did check out the rusty thing. So we were like trying to get out of there. That was kind of creepy because I didn't know this guy, but like we were just trying to get away from the rusty pipes because I didn't pay attention to my phone. So it died. Yeah. So um, we didn't go around the cops. We didn't book it to the cops. We ended up going back up and just walking through. And the guy was super cool. And I came back and I brought him Burger King. No, McDonald's. It was McDonald's. Yo, that's awesome. I'm happy so, you found a nice homeless person instead of... It's a partially true story. Um, but it, it is brings up the, the situation of you don't know what to expect from homeless people. Um, no. They could be the nicest people just in a bad situation. You know, they could be someone struggling with addiction or they could be someone who's not mentally stable. And you don't know what they're going to do or, you know, or how scared they may even be. If there's someone in here, are they going to try to beat me up and kill me? Right. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of has to come to a mutual line of respect. And if you do run into a homeless person, try to be respectful before you try to take anything drastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Don't go by yourself. Do not go by yourself. Oh my That's God. Always text a friend. I can guarantee you that every single person has at least two friends that would be down to at the very least stand outside and listen for if you're screaming. Like everybody yeah. has one friend that will at least be your 911 friend to be like, hey, I heard somebody scream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we usually travel in at least a group of three when we go. We find Which that to be the safer. safest way to go. Um, and there were times that we've been there and we've heard people and there's time we've been there, we've met people who also were abandoned, like going to explore it. Um, and we've also found people who are going there to do drugs. Other thing to worry about because you don't know what to expect on these people who are like drugging out of their mind. Yeah, exactly. You just, it, it, you have to be careful of so many different aspects of things. Before I ever started going, I never thought about any of it. And then, that puppy, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, so cute. But once you once you start to go, you start to think of like, okay, uh, what if the police come? Am I really going to genuinely get in trouble here? Um, and it's New Jersey that has the super crazy trespassing laws, right? I think so, yeah. So it's even stupider that I'm in New Jersey doing this. Because um. <laughs> Pennsylvania, they just kind of, for the most part, and do not quote me on this because it's been forever since I went to a an abandonment in Pennsylvania. But for the most part, they're just kind of like, eh, get out of here, go home. And then you're good to go. But I think in New Jersey, like you can get yeah. arrested. Like it's, it's yeah, I think it depends on the property and the owners too. So, Oh yeah. Um, but there are, I mean, the one thing I do have to say, I like about living PA is there's a lot of cool places you can visit that are abandoned that you don't have to worry about that. So concrete city, a lot of people go there. It's a lot of graffiti. Um, it's just debauchery, but it's a great experience. Um, just to check right. out these old houses that they just couldn't tear down. Um, the bunkers uh -huh. of Bavaria, that's a really cool place, but you might want to wear like a hunting jacket, like an orange jacket, because it is hunting grounds. But duh. Oh yeah. Please don't go get yeah, shot. Yeah, don't don't get shot. But we took Noodle there and we found like 20 ticks on both of us. You know, it was great. Um <laughs> always a always good time. A good time. those were a really cool experience too, because they still had some of the abandoned like shelving in some of the 
all the, the game stuff. They just throw in the bunker and just use it when they need it. So, but the acoustics yeah. in one of the, some of the more abandoned buildings are just disturbingly beautiful. Reverberation, oh, yeah. echo, that's just like magical. It is. Some, some of those places, like you could trip and fall and it yeah. sounds beautiful. Stepping on the glass <laughs> and you can't tell what direction sound's coming from. It just, it's like 360 degree sound. So if you take a step or someone steps to your right, it sounds like they're stepping all around you. Um, Which is it's so, so crazy. Cool. Wicked creepy, like freaky as shit. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I highly recommend if you're going to look at abandonments, go to places that are like historic sites yeah. first or like in a park or something and work yeah. your way up to <laughs> private property. I mean, if you know the owner, let them know you want to get in there. Some yeah, of them that are gets to the next point. So there are a lot of these abandoned places. They will actually, if you just find who the owner is, a lot of times it can be public record. A lot of times you can just Google it and they'll come up. Just reach out to them and say, hey, we see you have this old, we're looking to go to a music park. So I'm reaching out to these people. I'm like, we see you have this old amusement park. You know, we just want to kind of take some photos there, check it out, kind of like, you know, document this place. Are you okay with that? You know, is there anything you would like from us in return? Or do you have anything that you would like to say about it? You know, just let us know, but we would really like to come and experience this. Nine times out of 10, if you're nice to people and you show that you're interested in what they have, they're going to be very respectful back. And they might say, look, you know, it's a liability, blah, blah, blah. You mean, just say, that's fine. I understand. I respect it. And, you know, respect those people's wishes. Um, you know, it just depends on what it is, you know, like an industrial place, like a paper factory. That's not a, how do you put it? That's not a, um, like it's owned, but it's not maintained. Like no one's there and it has its own dangers. Right. Uh, one part of that factory's roof is collapsed in, you know, if you're going to explore those places, do it in a small group, make sure you know where you're going, make sure you do your research and know where your entrance and exits are. Um, you know, because it can be dangerous. Those are old iron floors that are starting to rust. There is tons of things that could give you an infection. Next thing you know, you're in the hospital. So, I mean, you do need to have a sense of respect for where you're at as well. Most definitely. I mean, I know I was trying to go to um, Holmesburg in Philadelphia, the old prison. And I wasn't sure like what to do. And it's owned by the city. So I just emailed the mayor of Philadelphia who emailed me back like personally within a day. I was like, cool. Thanks, dude. Um, and just was like, hey, uh, we actually like it's still technically part of the prison system. So if there was ever like overflow or any kind of emergency situation where we had to displace prisoners or guards they would go to Holmesburg. So I can't let you in there because if something happens, I need that building, which is completely understandable and actually just super cool that the mayor of Philadelphia was like, I understand, but no. Yeah. You'll see if like, <laughs> you know, when you reach out to them, they're generally going to be polite about it and say, this is the reason no. Uh, for this amusement park, I don't remember what it's called. My friend Lee told me about it. But for the amusement park, that's big the big thing with the amusement park, I guess, would be, you know, there's a lot of liabilities with that. There's a very old wooden roller coaster there that's not been maintained since 2005. And that's not safe. That's a lot of weight. 
on those wooden beams. Well, I don't know if I can expect yeah. a yes from it. Um, but even out farther west, there's like, it's now probably alone, there's an abandoned town and it just was left uh-huh. uh, by the mining company. And yeah. they do let people in there. They let people go and see it and explore it and stuff like that, take photos. So it just, it comes down to, it doesn't take a lot to do the research. It's just, you need to make sure you take the effort to do the research. Exactly. And I mean, in the research, a lot of times, if they have a haunted attraction, they're more, they're more likely to let you in because it is at least slightly maintained. They let people work there and go through there. So it's always a good indicator that you're yeah. going to get a yes. Yeah. I mean, you might have to pay something. You might have to sign a waiver just saying like you waive all rights if you get injured, um, things like that. But, you know, they have these for a reason. Like they don't want you just coming on the property, getting hurt and then suing them. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Because then they'd yeah. all be and gone. Please don't be that person who does that. Oh, like, please just don't. For the rest of us. And I mean, obviously, the overarching situation of don't do drugs applies, but also like don't use these places to go do drugs yeah. if you have to. Like, don't, don't do drugs. And if you are doing drugs, stop it. But don't do it there. It's just—it's <laughs> not a good place to do that. There's a lot of things that can go bad. That needle, you know, as soon as you oh, yeah. pull that thing out, they're so dusty in there. So, yeah, don't be a responsible adult and, you know, just, just don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Okay, so if you want to see any of the cool stuff that we talked about in this only half-faked okay. story, because the rest of it is true, um, you can go to... What your website, your Instagram, plug okay, all the so things. Okay, so the website, which is never updated, um, I think actually I just did a photo shoot at Concrete City, and I think it still says you can register for it. <laughs> so I need to. Um, but the <laughs> website is johnmullen.com, and John is spelled J O N. Mullen is M U L L I N. Um, you know, it's got some photos up there. There's some photos of the actual paper mill. Instagram is uh, John Mullen Photography underscore screen John Mullen Mullen Photography. Uh, that's where I generally post most of my content. Um, there is a Facebook page. I don't remember what it's called. Instagram just pushes straight to it. It might be called John Tuckbees. I don't know. I don't care about Facebook. <laughs> so, um, that's probably the two easiest ways to find out what I'm doing or what's new. Uh, I post more on Instagram than I do update my website. Um, yeah, I'd probably say that's, that's the two big ones. That's, that's where you can find me. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I'm going to link everything on mischieflife.buzzsprout. Nice. Mischieflife.buzzsprout.com. That is the website for the podcast. It has all the directories on it. It has a big picture of my face that John didn't take only because he's so far away. As soon as I get geographically closer to him, it's happening. I can take a trip, you know. Yeah, just come to Florida. It'll be fun. But yeah, so go find John. Go like all of his stuff. It's all beautiful. I hope that you guys enjoyed my friend John's story. I hope that you go and enjoy his artwork. I know that I say it's beautiful about 27 times, but it really is. It is also the episode artwork. So if you look at your phone right now, you'll see the actual door to hell from the story. And that is from John's Instagram. Just you have a little sample there of how wonderful his work is. Anyway, 
I hope that you guys are happy and healthy and having a good time. If you ever want to see if I can guess if your story is true or false, or you just want to hang out for a while, or you have some idea of something that we could talk about, you want to tell me a story, that's totally fine. You can always email me at mischieflife at outlook.com. You can find me on Facebook at Mischief Life Podcast. If you know me in real life, just call me, text me, whatever. It's all good in the hood. Anyway, I hope that you guys are happy, healthy, having a good time, and wearing a goddamn face mask. Don't start, Patty. If you know, you know. Anyway, thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I hope that you're all happy with your lives. Love you. Bye.